everybody welcome back to week two of rent free with Mackenzie davis um i'm feeling much more confident this week i feel like the first week was kind of scary for me just because one like i talked about last week i kind of have like this weird fear of what people think of me which is something i'm trying to work through um because this is really freaking cool for me so i'm not gonna like let that bother me or i'm not gonna i'm gonna try to not let that bother me this week i have a microphone if you're watching on youtube last week i accidentally deleted the footage it was an entire mess like i have never obviously made a podcast before so i didn't know what i was doing and it was just really complicated i also had a hard time getting it onto apple podcast um they have like a weird approval process so that took a minute and it's been on Spotify. Spotify was really easy. Um, regardless, I mean, I'm confident. I have this new little corner where I'm filming at in my room. Last week I was on my bed and it was just like awkward and weird. And as put together as this might seem, um, <laughs> you guys would be surprised at how makeshift this is in my room. I have my tripod on my bed with my camera recording. I have my mic stand and my computer and my USB all connected, like, right to my right side. Um, It doesn't look very cute, but, you know, it works, and that's all that matters. Um, This week's episode is going to be a good one, especially if you're here for the real estate content. Um, I, like, I get so many questions about how to be a successful realtor and how I've had success at such a young age and such little experience in the real estate world, which is totally understandable. I think that I've had a really interesting path to get here and so I kind of want to talk a little bit about that and like what it was exactly that I did I have so many videos on my TikTok account going through the entire process from start to finish like how to get your license and I also really don't think that that's that interesting to talk about in detail um I mean I have no problem explaining it to people and I will do it time and time again I just for my podcast I want this to be more fun and funny and um just kind of raw so that's kind of what I'm gonna do today thank you guys to everybody who listened I was like happily surprised at the turnout for this podcast I just wasn't expecting that many people to actually be interested in listening to me talk um (laughs) like I'm interested in listening to myself talk funny how many times I've actually listened to the first episode picking it apart though like I don't listen to it for fun I'm just like oh my god I should have done this and last week like I used that mini microphone that I talked about And it just, it literally, um, like I started playing with it towards the end and it was like crackling. And then I forgot to hit record after my camera stopped recording. It was just a mess. Okay. So we're going to move on from that. Um, first week doesn't count. First week is just trial and error. Let's talk about this. Let's spill the tea here a little bit. Um, let me tell you what my experience has been with real estate thus far. By the way, I'm never going to lie to you guys. I will be brutally honest whether that makes me look bad or maybe that'll make me look good. I don't know. I'm just going to tell it how it is. Um, That's just my personality. So uh, I hope that people are okay with that. I first got my license, started getting my license over quarantine. I took my class with the CE shop, which I love. I've worked with them a few times. They're great. Um, I just love them in general. Like They're a good place to take your class, but I did 7% of my class every single day. It was like four or five hours a day, but I finished in less than two weeks. So if you have the time to do that, I totally recommend. 
um, because then I was able to get my license in like two months, which like if you take your class in person, it can take up to like six months, even a year, especially if you have an instructor because you've scheduled meeting times and all that jazz. Um, I did not have an instructor. I was self-taught. Um, it was a lot of work, but it is totally worth it, I think, just to knock it out. I got my license officially. I think it was August 16th, 2020, which is funny because that's the day I got my driver's license when I was 17. Um, and then I guess three years, no, two years later, on my when I was 19, I got uh, my real estate license. So it's just, you know, the day of licenses for me, I guess. I happened to have to leave to go back to uh, Virginia Tech, I want to say like five or six days later for my sophomore year of college. And obviously I could not do anything with real estate. I'm licensed in Maryland. I go to school in Virginia. I can't practice real estate in Virginia. I'm too far away to make the trip home for like showings. It just wasn't going to work out. And I was okay with that because, you know, all that mattered was I had my license and I could pursue it when I wanted to. Um, so, you know, of course I start daydreaming and planning for what I'm going to do when I get home. And I kind of wanted to mess around with it over Thanksgiving and winter break. Um, last year I had a really long break because they combined, like classes went virtual after Thanksgiving because it was like COVID still and everything was already online. They sent us home. They told us not to come back um, after Thanksgiving. So I had a really long break. I had one client over break that I got just like a rental client that was a really great opportunity for me to learn how to do showings. Um, I volunteered to do open houses just to kind of like see what the vibes were. And that's a good way to get clients too if you're trying to do that. More than that, just like to see what it's like and to see like kind of get yourself in that environment. Honestly, any experience you can get in the actual field is really good because you totally don't learn what you need to know in the class. I mean, you do in the term of like law, but then most of the job is like interacting with people and like that they just don't talk to you about that. Like how do you show a house? You don't learn how to do that. You don't learn how to write a contract. You don't learn like the steps. Like it's just not comprehensive enough. Um and that's why it's really good to have a mentor as well. So Anyway, so that brings me to like December of 2020 and I had one client. I didn't even find her a house like she decided not to look at that time. It just kind of fizzled out. I was disappointed, of course, but I mean, what could I do? And I only had like a month and a half off of school anyway. So then I go back to school for spring semester and I really start thinking and I'm like, I need to be able to hit the ground running when I get back to get back home in May. I need to figure out what I need to do to get to that point. So it's been almost a, not almost a year. It's been like nine months of like not practicing real estate. Um, in the spring, I, I started marketing myself. So throughout the entire year, I had been posting Monday, Wednesday, Friday on my real estate Instagram account. I have a very like specific regimen for my Instagram. So Mondays are like infographics to Wednesdays are Wellness Wednesdays, which I like to think incorporate psychology into real estate. It's just like a positive letterboard quote um, that I think kind of represents the week or the time of year or anything like that. And then Fridays are inspo picks, which are typically farmhouse because that's just what I like. And I would always post if I like rented or sold a house as well. So those are like the kinds of posts that I have. I think that 
posting and having a posting schedule was something that was really good for me because it kept me consistent even though I wasn't able to actually be super involved in real estate. I also sent out postcards. To me, total waste of money and time. I didn't get a single callback. I didn't get a single email. I didn't get anything. And okay, yes, I only did this one time. And I'm sure that if you did this over and over again, you would have better results. And that's fine. But I found other ways to be successful. And I just genuinely don't think it's necessary to like waste the time and money. And I feel that way about cold calling too. I think it's a lot of time spent for very little return. And sure, one client out of cold calling 100 is great because you're going to make a lot of money. But I think that there's faster ways. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm going to talk about too more is just like what I did to find clients and, and everything like that. But yeah, so I, I sent out postcards, didn't get any return. And that's about it. I did like all the way up until May. May 10th was my last day of school. And then I headed right home. And I, as I said, wanted to hit the ground running. And that's exactly what I did. Um, The way that um, I did this was I researched a lot about, I researched a lot about lead generation. If you don't know what that is, there are services that will give you clients a lot of times you have to pay for them up front, which I hated the idea of because I didn't want to waste money if the clients didn't turn out. Like I didn't know anything about lead apps, so I was just like a little nervous. So I, I researched a lot of them. Come to find out my broker actually was affiliated with this app called OpCity, O-P at, I almost spelled it wrong, O-P-C-I-T-Y. So my broker was affiliated with OpCity. I all I had to do was ask them to approve me on the app so that I could um, start using them. And I was genuinely shocked at how great this app was. Um, I, I'm not like partnered with them. I don't have any affiliation to them. I just actually really love them. And I want to preface this with saying that like it really does depend what area you live in. I live in a suburb of a big city in Maryland. So there's a lot of business going on I've had people tell me that they do not have the same luck with OpCity and I'm sorry like I'm just obviously speaking out of my own experience so I just keep that in mind but the way that it works is they will send you leads um you have to be the first person to accept them and they start you off with really shitty leads so I'm talking like really low budget renters Um, a lot of times there are people with like lower credit scores, so it would be harder for them to get approved and you have to close three, like three leads, no matter what kind they are in order to get better leads. But I would like occasionally get really good ones thrown in there. Like I would get a buyer or I would have like leads turn into better leads. So I, my first ever buyer was originally a renter from Op City, and she was like, you know what? Actually, like we want to buy, and that was great. A lot of times that happens, especially in this market. People realize renting is not worth it because they're getting charged way too much to live in a space when they could actually be getting equity in the home. With this app, I was able to accept tons of leads 
And you can accept as many as you want, as long as you can handle them. So I was getting renter after renter after renter. I would accept them and and I just made it my full-time job like immediately after I got home. I made Mondays were like my callback days. So every Monday I would call or text or email depending on my relationship with the client and check in. And then if it was someone that wanted a quicker follow-up, I would check in sooner. And I think that that consistency is really, really important when you're working with clients, especially people you don't already have a relationship with, because it shows them that you care and it shows them that you actually want to be their realtor. And then also it just keeps them accountable because sometimes people just like decide not to do it when they might have really wanted to. And I think a lot of people lose a lot of good clients because they are not consistent. So definitely keep that in mind. Um... But yeah, with Op City, I don't want to talk about it forever, but it it really, really, really helped me. I have gotten 99.9% of my clients from Op City. The way that it works is that they take 35% of your commission at closing. Um, so you don't pay them to, to get the clients. So if it doesn't work out, you don't lose any money. And then you pay them that chunk of money. Is it a lot of money? Sure. Would I have had any money if it weren't for them? No. And to be completely transparent, I made more than enough money this summer using OpCity after their commission cut, especially because I have a great broker that takes a flat fee instead of charging like a crazy commission fee. Um, there are tons of lead generation apps out there. If OpCity doesn't partner with your broker, it's not the end of the world. Um, you just have to kind of research and find other opportunities like that one. I think that being a college student, that was crucial for me. I'm, I've said this before. I say this all the time. I'm literally 20 years old. I don't know where I would have gotten clients if it weren't for these apps. And I'm not ashamed of that. A lot of people are, and a lot of people shame people for it. And I don't get why, because it's like, oh no, you're paying them part of your commission. Like, God forbid, it's literally the same thing as a referral. Um, if I were to give you a client, I would get 35% too. So it doesn't like literally mean anything. And you'll probably be more successful anyway than they they are if they're not using them. So just like, don't judge people and don't let other people judge you for it. Mm, okay, so another thing that really was important, and it's hard to know this just because but real estate is a world that never like sleeps like you kind of are just always on the job which is really overwhelming at first because it's hard to separate work from your personal life and that's important to do because if you don't take time for yourself like you're literally gonna go crazy I would stress and stress and stress over getting things signed and getting things done like ASAP pronto, which to an extent is necessary, but not to like freak out over and give yourself an ulcer. You know what I mean? I think by the end of the summer, I kind of recognized that if something doesn't work out, that's okay. And if people are taking time to get you papers back, that's okay. And you can always just say to the listing agent, hey, like, 
I needed a bit more time, so sorry. Like, nobody is going to be mad at you. I mean, to an extent, like I said, like, there's obviously time is of the essence, and that's a huge thing you learn in real estate school. Um, You have due diligence to your clients and the people that you're working with to get things to them in a timely manner. But I'm talking, like, I would send people documents and, like, I would sit around tapping my foot waiting to get them back. That's not necessary. And I think everyone's different. It's going to take people time to find that balance between social life and work. I am very lucky in a way that my mom is also a realtor. She's also pretty new. I think she's probably had her license for maybe like three years now. Um, She's also a full-time social worker, so she does real estate part-time. And I think that um, having her as like a resource and, and essentially a mentor was really nice for me, but that's one of the reasons I preach having mentors so much because I know that the the information she gave me and the lessons she taught me are something you could also get from having a mentor. Um, she had a mentor. She still references her mentor all the time. I'll ask her questions and she'll ask her mentor like, it's consistently a business where you're always learning and um, and that's okay. Also like leads me into the other thing I wanted to say is like, don't be afraid to ask questions. Some people will make you feel stupid, but don't let them. It's just because they have like a power complex. I swear to God, people like in real estate are so money hungry and so like I'm better than you for absolutely no reason. Most of the time they're just insecure. Something that you can kind of clearly see like when people are rude, it's like just grow up. But regardless it's funny that I'm saying that I'm like 20 and I'm working with 50 year olds and I'm like grow up bestie but it's true and people are going to try to bring you down don't let them use YouTube as a resource use your mentor as a resource ask your broker questions I've emailed my broker so many times just to like ask random one-off questions that's what they're there for take advantage of that and use them to like their ability, like they, they know everything. So one of the last points that I want to, I want to highlight before I kind of just ramble on about this topic is that you need to reach a point where you're not so focused on money. And I know that that's so much easier said than done, especially in a business where it is big paychecks and you work entirely for yourself. Also being that you don't get paid unless a deal closes. So it's really hard not to think about money all the time. It's just that if you're constantly thinking about the money, one, you're not going to enjoy the job, but two, it's going to be t- so much more stressful. Um, I mean it when I say I've almost lost a contract three days before closing, almost didn't get paid after all of that hard work. And yes, that sucks, but that's why you have to look at every contract like it's not a done deal. Like, Don't even think about the money that you're going to get until you close the deal because otherwise you're just going to get really upset. Um, if it doesn't work out and a lot of times it doesn't work out and and I know realtors that you know start calculating their pay the second they submit an offer and the offer hasn't even been accepted you don't even know if it's gonna go through and and obviously I I'm like being a hypocrite in some ways be, like if you're putting an offer on a million dollar house you're gonna be thinking about that fat paycheck you're about to get or that you could potentially get but I'm just saying that when you don't do that, it's so much easier to be stress-free. Okay, one more thing I forgot to add. Um, so confidence. I think that, like, a lot of times people are nervous, and that's okay. I was so nervous to show my first house. But 
the people that you're showing houses to most of the time are not going to know that you're a new agent. Um, so if you go in there and you just like work it, like you know exactly what you're doing, they're going to believe you. And if you don't know what you're doing, that's okay because no one does in their first showing. That's why you have a mentor so that you can get in the car and call them and say, what does this mean? What do I do next? How does this work? And they'll be there to walk you through it. But you can kind of fake it till you make it almost where you can just present that confidence and then soon enough like you will be confident in yourself and your ability to do real estate and it will just feel natural like I I mean it when I say by the end of the summer I was like yeah this is a piece of cake um and I mean I still have questions all the time there's never a deal that's ever the same that's something you'll learn really quickly um there's something different about every house there's something different that you'll need to do an addendum for or a contractor it'll the appraisal will not go through or their loan will fail or it'll be land versus commercial versus residential or they have a pool and and like literally everything is different just know that it's it's impossible to always know the answers unless you've been in the business for a really long time so don't like feel like you're a failure or anything like that because you're not (laughs) and everyone goes through the same thing essentially that's all that I wanted to highlight in terms of the key points that really, really helped me um, in real estate. And I genuinely, like I said, owe all of my success to Op City. I would not have been successful this summer if it weren't for them. Maybe I would have been successful in different ways, just not to the extent of like how many houses I sold and rented. Now I kind of want to transition this conversation a little bit more just into being a young realtor um, and what that's like just because I think that that's a whole different element than being a realtor in itself because a lot of times as a young person like you have a lot of other things going on and it's a weird weird best of both worlds moment kind of feel like Hannah Montana a little bit (laughs) it's It's like you wake up and put on your slacks and your sport coat and then you're like at the pool later that day with your friends like drinking like it's just no in between and so it's kind of a weird divide um but I love it so much I think it's really cool it makes me feel like a girl boss and I love to feel like a girl boss what's that thing people say gatekeep girl boss gaslight yeah that's what we do here (laughs) no I'm just kidding I feel like it's really important to let people know that it's totally possible to do multiple things at once and to work real estate part-time, especially because when you first start, you kind of have to do it part-time while you're, because you can't like, unless you have a ton of money saved, you're going to have to support yourself until you get that first client. And that could take who knows how long. It just depends on like the client you have and and everything like that, which is scary. My last job before working, before being in real estate was working at a literal deli. I also worked at a nursing home as a social work assistant. So I'm kind of just like fresh into this business, having no business experience at all. And I'm a psychology major. It's so exciting. And it opens up so many doors for you later on. I can definitely say that I am setting myself up and working towards being financially free as an adult. And having that opportunity as a younger person is really, really um freeing and and just like nice and rewarding and so do I think it's worth it absolutely do I have to sacrifice anything no 
And that's something else that people ask a lot. I hang out with my friends. I was able to go on multiple vacations this summer. Um, I'm in college full time. I I have a job at college too. I'm I work in a research lab. I actually am the coordinator, which is like my dream job for psychology. Um, not dream job for psychology, but like I've always wanted to do this since I've been an undergrad, just because it's like really good for what I want to do in graduate school. I'm going to graduate school. There's another thing. It's just the flexibility of it all that um, that I wanted to recognize. I know that that doesn't exactly tie into like the secrets of success that this episode is titled, but I, I think it's important to note just because people ask quite a bit and and I want you to know that real estate is stressful and it's busy and it's scary, but it's so fun and so worth it. I think I'm going to end the episode here. I have to get ready to go get a spray tan. I have a date party tomorrow for my sorority. My boyfriend is coming into town. Um, I have to do laundry. (laughs) I have to get a spray tan. And I have work tomorrow and class, which is just great. (laughs) Um, Can't wait for that. Really excited. We have our last home football game this weekend. So I can't wait to tailgate. Um, can't wait to see the Hokies play. And then Sunday, I have a huge sorority event that I planned all by myself, which is going to be super fun. It's our Founders Day celebration. And yeah, busy weekend, huge busy weekend. So I'm glad I'm recording this right now. I hope that you guys enjoyed. I'm glad that things worked better this episode. I'm glad I have my microphone and the video is working and I have this cute little setup. So Thank you guys again for listening. I super duper appreciate it. And I'm glad that I have y'all to kind of be with me in this journey of life. Um, As always, I love you guys. DM me on Instagram if you have questions or if you have suggestions for what I should talk about on next week's episode. And yeah, have a good week. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, no, not yet. Wait, is it? No. (laughs) Not yet. I'll wish you happy Thanksgiving next week. All right. Love you guys. Bye.